All right. All right. Are you doing your best uh, Seth Rollins impression there? Oh. It was a little bit of that, then it turned into like some sort of like Mojo Rawley, like. I don't know what that was. Like, mm-hmm. Mojo Rawley used to do like some sort of jig. Oh, yeah, I think I remember do, that like, shit. Some people's elbow thing, which is just like this, like. And then I can't remember the rest of it, but I was trying oh, to yeah, I me like, like that for some reason. <laughs> I remember what you're talking yeah. about. Did you know that he's in the he's in a fight in Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe movie? Get out of here! Yeah, he is. That's cool. He fights oh, the Snake Eyes in the beginning. Cool. Yeah, good for him indeed. Uh, good small role for him. Good start off here. Yeah. God, there's been great wrestlers in movies recently. Or, or yeah. in times. Or in good products we know, of course, we talked about Sasha Banks recently in um, uh, Star Wars. Yes. Yes. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head right now. The Rock and Black Adam, but well, I mean, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, John Cena in Peacemaker. Absolutely, yeah. And his own his own show and in Suicide Squad, of course. Oh, of course, amazing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what else all is... we need all we need is like uh, the Miz to play like Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. Yes, just like if, every... that, if that ever happens. Please let that happen. Yeah. If any, oh god, if not him, John Morrison. Oof, okay. Why not? I put John Morrison. I I wouldn't put him in any like as like a stunt character. He might be good. Maybe like if he can do a southern accent, maybe like Aaron Black from Mortal Aaron Black like the cowboy, but I don't know. Hmm. That's different. Got the long hair for it. Probably is. I think he would he's willing enough to cut her to cut or uh, do something else with his hair for for a good role like that. But Oh yeah. But if you say like for uh, the other cowboy character, I'd be I'd be down to see John Morrison play a cowboy John a cowboy. Yeah. Well, also John it works cowboy. too because he's already a Johnny. You'd be Johnny Cage, John Morrison, Johnny Cage. <laughs> It God. works. God damn it. Uh, uh, the case is now stronger. Oh, man. Get Johnny in the cage. Get yeah. Johnny oh, Combat. Johnny Combat. Oh, there you go. Uh, speaking of combat, we con- I uh, combated tough natures in life to get to where we are today. Oh, yeah. Wherever the hell we are. Yes. Uh, where are we? Uh, well, we'll tell you first that I'm Jordan. And I'm Jared. And welcome back to the J&J SecuraCast podcast, a podcast about who cares? Uh, I think it's stuff that we care about, otherwise I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be having a nap. Yeah. Well, it's stuff that we care about, and yeah, if we're is. talking about stuff that uh, you don't care about for whatever reason, you can always check the time codes that Jared always lovingly writes in the descriptions of all the audio recordings of this ep- of this stuff while he's editing. But tonight we're talking about things like uh, just Konami remembering Silent Hill exists. Um, a lot of negative reviews of Black Adam early on. Some um, updates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of delays and some yeah. new, and uh, castings. We have the yeah. uh, early resignation of a uh, British Prime Minister. Yes. Harrison Ford is going to shuffle his almost corpse into a Marvel thing. Yep. Some uh, un- underpaid uh, voice actresses, which is always sad. Yeah. Always sad to see. And um, we're going to end things off, I think, with Werewolf by Night. Yes. Yes. Good. Uh, great. Great. You know, great. Good product. We're going to we'll talk all about that. Can't wait. So we start things off now as we usually start things off with some episode corrections and fun notes. Now, Jordan, you said the people of you said that the people of Wales would be uh, would cheer would be cheering more for the uh, death of the queen than uh, people of Ireland or North Ireland. 
well, historically, like, uh, just from everything that I've heard, and, like, a lot of this mm-hmm. has been, like, anecdotal from the Trash Taste podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which which I believe at least one of them is from the uh, UK Sea Dog VA. He's talked about, like, how, like, people in Wales just absolutely despise people who live in the United Kingdom and, and oh. like, the, the British, specific, all the British people specifically. Mm-hmm. The people on the mainland. So, like, he knows better than I do, but I just kind of find that funny. Hmm. I don't even remember what I talked about last time about that. <laughs> this was that was back all the way in episode sixty four when the okay. queen died. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, hey, I think the most fun, the funny thing is thing that I ever that I saw happen when the queen died was was videos of people doing Lizzie's in a box, in a box, Lizzie's in a box. That's so yep. like tasteless, Oof. but oh, <laughs> just happens. I mean. I mean, like, she's not going to be offended. She's gone, so. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's uh, kind of too too much there too soon. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Ugh. Next, we go to some uh, J&J travels. Should I milk it some more? Should I milk it some more maybe, though? Uh, well, uh, I think, like, you should give a bit of setup. Like, explain, like, what like what your week's been. Nah, I, no, I mean, milk it to wait till more people come in. Oh. If people, uh, people come into the show. I don't know. We I only just we'll started. Yeah, that's true. We will clip it. All right. Well, I guess we might as well just do it. Get to it then. So, uh, as many people and I have mentioned before, I work at a furniture store. Mm-hmm. And um, some one of the unfortunate things is um, I don't have uh, coworkers at my store because we can't seem to get anyone to do the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to do a lot of the work by myself. Even when the boxes and instructions say that this thing should be built by at least two people. Mm-hmm. I still do a lot of them by my, by myself. <laughs> so I had an hour to take apart a bed. Mm-hmm. A bedroom frame. Take off the uh, mattress, the uh, box spring. Remove all the planks then that were uh, holding up the box spring. And then uh, remove the rails and slats from the footboard and headboard. Mm-hmm. That's where the trouble happened. Okay. I, I wanted to first just uh, roll out, take off the... Um, the them from the headboard because the headboard's heavier. It didn't want to lean over and possibly get get um, taken out. But then, um, with that being said, when I tried to remove uh, the footboard and slats away from the headboard itself, the headboard kind of came flying down as well because of momentum. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize in time. Turned around and all of a sudden, bam! It bashed me in the oh, leg. Really, God. really, really hard. Damn it. It really hurt. It was like, and there was no one around to see. It, it hurt a lot. I still had to finish getting this bit out of there as much as I could. Well, actually, I, I just set it back up so it wouldn't fall. Mm-hmm. And then I, tr- I went to go get myself some ice. So, yeah, it, I was wearing jeans at the time, wearing multiple layers because I knew it was getting get cold. It was gonna be, it was getting colder. Yep. Let's just. I'm gonna stop delaying. Let's get to okay. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Also, uh, by the way, earlier this week, my chair broke. Cool. So, that's messed up, too. All right. Oh, let me get the microphone out of the way. The microphone is there. Oh, wait. I'm not showing off my ass, because it wasn't actually on my ass. No, yeah. We follow Twitch guidelines, people. Ooh. Ah, that's... Ooh, yeah, that's the good stuff with the purple and the black. Yep. Criminy. Ugh. I'm hitting the clip button. Yep, it, it, it hurts. It hurt a lot. 
That's all you get. Sorry, I revealed. I pulled almost a little too much on my underwear there for a sec. No, that's all right. Hey, uh, hey, Jared. When that happened, did you go? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been. That's what's been going through my head all day. Ah. Oh. <laughs> All day, every day. It hurts a lot. I I currently am on a bunch of ibuprofen um, and painkillers. Here's the thing. I, this came, this injury came at a very unfortunate time because I had um, a procedure done on um, Monday. And mm-hmm. it, in this procedure, I was um, not allowed, because of this procedure, I was not allowed to take any painkillers at all leading up to it because it might ruin, uh, mess with the anesthesia. I needed to be put out for this. I'm not going to go into specifics about it. But uh, that made it, it, that meant I had to um, sustain through the pain of this leg injury with just putting ice on it. Wow. Just icing it a lot, keeping it elevated, and it was not a lot of fun. It hurt a lot. Um, Afterwards, after the operation was done, I got a bunch of ibuprofen. I have been on a bunch of ibuprofen most of the days, except when I forget. Mm. And um, icing still. I went to a, uh, I didn't get the chance to go to a doctor because I had other things happening. Like, the next day after the operation, I had a concert that, uh, because of the injury, I decided not to drive to. I decided that we would take public transportation, which makes no sense, because that means more walking. Yeah. And more pain. <laughs> right. My family encouraged me mostly to do this. I wanted more to, to drive more, and originally, also, I was not supposed to drive. It was the other person I went with that was supposed to drive. Yeah. Oh well, happens. Yeah. I should have driven though. It was concert. very far. Yeah, all the way at the uh, Nassau Coliseum. I saw um, Judas Priest. Good. They were playing their 50th anniversary tour. It was it was a lot of fun. They still rock. They play. They played a bunch of their greatest. The only song I uh, did I not hear. The only song I didn't hear was Painkiller, which Ooh, I can kind okay. of understand. <laughs> it's a very. <laughs> so, well, I that mean, would have been appropriate for your situation. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I uh, wish I had been on more painkillers. I think I was. Well, I wasn't on painkillers. I was on weed that night. That's all I had. Enough weed to enough weed to get me through the night. It helped me with the with the very very long journey to get home afterwards too, because it was a very long journey taking public transportation and getting out of that concert at a good time. Yeah, we had that, and then yeah, that was all. The, that was all my things. I had the injury, the operation, and uh, going into New York with a bum leg. <laughs> That's eventful. Very eventful. I... Um, but also, I was attacked by the Werewolf by Night. Make sure to stick around, folks, for the uh, main event where we talk about main, Werewolf by Night. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Oh, yeah. This, this leg freaking hurts. I'm going to be, like, moving it, and I'm going to be in a lot of pain through the yeah, episode. Yeah, your leg up, man. Ah, this hurts a lot. I don't like it. Mm. Jordan, I don't like it at all. I know. I mean, do you do you want me to talk about something? I want you to talk about something. Take, yeah, talk. I mean, Jared, do you like do you like Soundwave? Do you like? Sure, you I like, like Soundwave. Like, I don't know. Do you like mini cassette players? Because I got one. Of Yo. Yeah. yeah, I just decided to go on Target out on the out on a win this weekend, and I saw they had a bunch of core class stuff, including uh like mini Soundwave, which turns into. His classic 80s cartoon alt mode, which is a uh, cassette player, essentially. And um, they even went so far to include a... It's, just, it's a non-transforming piece, but it includes uh, one of his cassettes inside, Laserbeak. Mm-hmm. 
It's very nicely detailed. I'm surprised with all the silver paint in here. It's actually quite nice. The fact that it comes out like that, that's actually really awesome, yeah. Yeah, it fits in. The transformation's pretty darn simple. Standard. Yeah. It's one of the first times like, you've done a like, transformation. Yeah, it's, I can do it because it's like a $10 toy, so yeah. it's pretty easy to do. That tiny thing is $10. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's just the prices have gone up. You know, and I even see a report like Hasbro's like stock has gone down recently because people aren't buying as much because of the like the price increases for all the toys and whatnot but they've too many still toys making... not enough supply no it's just like like pr- like prices are going up like sale prices uh like sh- like and then shipping prices as well because like everything's kind of a mess right now but uh but like uh, this there is still is. i think he's definitely worth the ten dollars uh as far as soundway goes like the head sculpt is really nice can you actually press those buttons on him I try. I'm trying to get them. The buttons aren't pressable, but I'm trying to get them to pose with them. It's kind of hard. It's not very poseable. Um. Yeah, it can almost kind of do it. Um, I'll have to look up and see if there are other people who can do it. His arms are on ball joints though, so they can kind of go in and out a little bit. Not much though. But yeah. But that's just that's just like a transformer you just got this week. It's just a little sound wave. It's nice. really good. Yeah. Well, that was our uh, J&J Travels. Yep. It's moving on to uh, what we're going to talk about here today. We have uh, the unfortunate... Uh, before we get to actually this passing, we had earlier today um, heard about the sad passing of uh, Kevin Nash's son. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, that my God. sucks. Very sad for uh, Big Daddy Cole losing one of his best friends yeah. in uh, Sky Hall and now his son. Yeah, that's horrific. Like, I like I don't know about the, the details that have come out yet, but it's just like, it's just a horrible thing to go through. I don't ever want to know what it's like for like to be a parent and then lose your kid like that like that's just horrible um and apparently like tristan was working on kevin's podcast as well recently i believe he was the co-host even yeah so so it's just our condolences to the to kevin nash and his family Mm -hmm. for that just awful loss yeah our condolences and uh, did we mm-hmm. talk about the death of um sarah lee uh what's her, what was her name we did we, we did. did okay we did talk last week we also had uh, re- a few days ago the death of robbie coltrane mm-hmm. very big actor you might uh, know him from a lot of uh, multiple products but um he's more of a character actor he's something that I, i've seen or i haven't seen a lot of these movies but i know about a bunch of these movies like he's been in goldeneye he's been in the national lampoons uh, european vacation he's been in uh, Tale of Despero, I actually saw that when I was very little. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brave, even. He's a big uh, character actor. He's been in a lot of great movies. But, of course, he is most well-known for Rubius Hagrid. Yes. The big man. Big man himself. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh. One of the most popular uh, lines in all of cinema. Absolutely. Or quotable lines in all of cinema. I still remember that first movie really well, and the... Um... Oh, was, um, all of, he, he was in all eight movies. God, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like he, like he still played like some role, and I think like even in like the like the Deathly Hallows, like he was a big part of like the opening like chase scene with the motor, like we Harry got back yes. on the motorbike with Harry, which was a really cool callback to the first movie. Yeah, they had for, they had fortunately had lost uh, Hedwig. I remember in the that fight. Yeah. A bunch, yeah, and a bunch of people as well. But I think um, I don't know why this was my favorite Hagrid moment. But it's just like the what was the dragon, the dragon egg catching scene. That was a fun one. Oh yeah, that's a great scene. The beard, I the beard caught on fire as well. Yeah, um, when he go, and when he has the little date with the uh, the the in the Order of the Phoenix, not Order of the Phoenix, and um, 
Goblet of Fire with the uh, the women's um, uh, headmaster headmaster. Oh, that's headmistress. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They have a little date together and they go see Aww. the dragons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right. It's uh. It was a very God. He, he was such a big role. I remember seeing what was the meme going on uh, around. It was like that. I may not be around for much longer, but Hagrid still will be. And so will the movies. Yeah. I think that that just perfectly encapsulates. You know, what will he'll be remembered for? Absolutely. Yeah. This amazing performance. Mm-hmm. He will be missed. So I guess uh, moving on from there to uh, some unfortunate news as uh, Black Adam is uh, not doing too good. Yeah, this is a weird one. Yeah. So, as we have uh, been hearing er- about some earlier reviews of Black Adam, it's currently sitting at 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which is weird. And this now, is that the audience... Uh... Is that the audience critique or like the... The critics critique, I think, right now. Okay, well, that's just the critics critique. I mean... People haven't seen it yet, so it hasn't come out. Yeah, yeah, it's like critics review, but I'm, I'm just... I'm thinking about like this... Something got popped up recently where it's just like, what are all the... What's like the... What's the standard mm-hmm. that all film critics look at a movie for? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they score it, like, numerically or, like, star ratings? Like, what's, like... Do they compare it to, like, the best movie that they've ever seen or or what? That's a good question. They they probably like, have what, a certain like, scale. Maybe they have to compare it to any of the other movies on, on uh, from their database that they have to go through. Well, I mean, like, how big is that database, though? <laughs> it depends. Exactly. You have to be selected yeah, to be part I mean, of this database, like, exactly, to be part of uh, IMDb or be part of Rotten Tomatoes, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how I mean, uh, that goes through. Yeah, I mean, and again, like, this movie, I'm sorry, like, man, I have not paid attention to this movie. Like, does this movie, like, just came out or is about to? Some have education in cinematography, says uh, Gabishka in the chat. Okay. That oh, all right. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But also, at the same time, it's getting mixed reviews. I'm hearing uh, The Rock is great. Mm-hmm. But also, it might just be, a, hopefully, it hopefully might not be another one of those, just it's another one of the rocks not good movies yeah just like a movie that comes out just so the rock can be in a movie because he's a valued hollywood star mm-hmm. something like 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 something like rampage or something like that or uh that big uh what's it called san andreas which is like this like big sinkhole oh my god movie yeah that was the earthquake one or no, that was the one i think with the falling buildings also no that was skyscraper he's been in lots of movies there's a, there's a whole meme of dwayne johnson just like in like the same shirt in four different movies <laughs> that's true yeah same it's incredible shirt. so i got some reviews here uh that uh positive and negative because actually it's pretty mixed reviews a 43 isn't great it, there's some positivity in there so i guess like it's yeah. not just dropped it yeah just dropped to 42 in real time oh my goodness oh my goodness okay Kara tries to defend it 41 40 no go ahead <laughs> okay uh johnson has been att- uh, does it live up to expectations uh some rotten tomatoes we're going i'm going from johnson has been attached to the black adam role for nearly two decades his love for the dc universe shines through the film his passion pays off uh well throughout um that is by uh someone from C- cinema debate uh if the rock smashing more things than he usually can as human character sounds like a good time black adam delivers 
So it's um, given the number of years this project was in development, how it was promoted to shift to, uh, the balance of power in the DC universe. It's disappointing that the end result is so unremarkable. That is mm. of uh, Eric Eisenberg of Cinema Blend. Yeah, I I just wonder like how like. Uh, like, like I'm sure, like a lot of these critics probably like are obviously probably some of them might be older than us, mm-hmm. and probably don't care about any of the superhero stuff, like any of the Marvel stuff or anything like that. Like, that's possible as well. Which, which makes sense. It's like when you when you grab someone who who just like doesn't have an interest in any of these like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Or Hopefully, I don't think stuff. that they'd be. I don't think that we'd be pulling from those kind of reviewers honestly right now on this website. Yeah, it's just it's weird that they are like they're just grabbing like anyone who just critiques it for like because like it doesn't seem like it's awful or terrible it's just it's uh, it misses the mark right like it i see another review that says um as much as black adam is a darker take on shazam it also repeats the missteps of lesser dc films fred topple of the united press international but also like you know another like you know a strong entry into the dceu which uh what even is that anymore <laughs> It's it's not completely awful. Yeah. That's what that means, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. What I will say about it is, like, always with critiques, if you want to go see the movie, go just go see the movie. I agree. There have been just, many movies where, like, the, criti- the critics got it wrong. The Dark Knight Rises, for example. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so and, and, there, and there might be, like, writing problems with that movie as well, but it's like, here's the thing. If you want to go see a movie, just go see a movie, yeah. and then... This is just want, early... If, reviews early stuff yeah we'll see when the floodgates come in but uh pretty interesting like that those kind of reviews and shit happen with the fast and furious movies all the time don't they yeah because it's like they're action schlock movies exactly what they're fun are they memorable super memorable no well, are speak- they rich rich like in story symbolic critiques of the human condition no nope they're about a ball <laughs> cars go fast steal the thing Exactly, and every movie is like, what stunt can we do that's even more stupider than the last one? How can we do that with cars? They went to space. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all it is. Well, you want some f- more f- fun schlock, Jordan? I do love fun schlock. <laughs> well, we've got a reboot possibly coming of The Naked Gun. I have no idea what The Naked Gun is. You don't know what The Naked Gun is? Do you know? Um, it's a movie. Yes. Uh, do you know who? What's his name? The very old actor. Um, Pierce Brosnan. No. No. I need mm. to see his name again. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Do you know who Leslie, Leslie Nielsen? Nielsen? I've heard that name, yes. He's a very old actor. He died uh, back in... I can't remember what year he died. He's, he was a very old actor, but he, and he lived for a long time. Lots of serious roles, and then he somehow got into some, uh, the comedy roles. Oh, he died back in 2010. Okay. I know him uh, very well from Airplane and Airplane 2. He's very well known for these Naked Gun movies where uh, it's... They're kind of like spoof movies. Okay, then, and yeah. Such, and such. And this, I guess, is a spoof on a spy movie. I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, the, the Naked Gun's body condom scene, where, like, two or two characters are having are supposed to be having sex, but they're just wearing uh, two gigantic condoms around themselves. <laughs> okay, that's And you see, like, the two that condoms one. fall on a bed. Wow, all right. It, I, I don't know. I've only seen that little bit of it, but okay. uh, it's a big franchise, apparently. But um, imagine it coming back with... Liam Neeson. It's it's comedy, but it's like a he's like a detective. Yeah, Liam Neeson, known for uh, Taken, uh, that franchise, of course, known for many other action franchises. Franchises. I remember uh, the movie Nonstop always comes to mind, mm-hmm. where yep. people actually clapped in the theater I was in <laughs> when that plane landed. Oh my god! Yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, but Seth MacFarlane and Akiva Schaefer, uh, that he was uh, part of the Lonely Island, are officially courting Liam Neeson for Paramount's Naked Gun remake. The Tegan actor uh, is in talks to lead the modern version of the 80s slapstick variety, uh, uh, slapstick, 80s slapstick film variety confirms. Hmm. So uh, apparently the uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers uh, and Lonely Island member will direct the movie. <laughs> I, I love I love Chip and Dale is 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 doing like a spy movie with like rough Liam Neeson. I know. I mean, we've seen Liam Neeson uh, take on funny roles. I mean, have you ever seen that clip of him in Ted Two? No, I have not. Or, I don't know if it's Ted One or Ted Two. Or he comes up with a tricks uh, series like, "Listen, I'm I'm not a child." <laughs> Uh, I can see that. And I, see, I understand the rules on the box are like, that tricks are for kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Oh, are you sure about these rules? Are they very strict on them? <laughs> and yeah. it, it's a very it's a very comedic scene. Mm. So, after... Uh, and he's taking on very funny roles, too. I don't know if you've ever seen the... There's a clip of him also holding like a, very, a pink um, elephant, I believe. Mm. A Liam Neeson pink elephant. Oh, from Darkman. Oh, okay. Whereas a pink elephant is yelling at his wife, I believe. All right. Uh, he sparked chatter online uh, by reviving the 80s comedy earlier this year, telling people that McFarlane and Paramount had been pursuing him to resurrect the Naked Gun films. However, the actor had still yet to sign uh, on the dotted line. Mm. If I ever finish my career to bring it in, or bring it in another direction, I honestly don't know. I, I think he'd be... He'd be funny enough for the role. I think he could pull it off. It's a very slapstick. F- I don't. I've never seen him really. Like he's, I guess, a very physical actor because he does a lot of his own stunts. I guess in fighting in the movies. Yeah. He could probably get physical for like this slapstick of this universe or this yeah, <laughs> universe definitely. of films, yeah. the franchise. I should say the Why? Naked Gun Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Anytime you say it, it's just because of Marvel that I say the word universe. I just need to say franchise. Oh, the word franchise I've lost. I'm sorry. I hate it. That's what I mean. I uh, apologies, Liam Neeson. Hopefully you do sign. Uh, my uh, comment there doesn't make you uh, stop from signing on the dotted line. We got some uh, announcements as well mm. coming. Yes. Jordan, yes. tell us about this uh, spooky. Uh, these spooky announcements that we have coming right before Halloween. Ooh. Only oh, ten yeah. days. Oh my god, it is Halloween. So they, so they, t- so these bastards timed this perfectly. Okay, so Silent Hill is a franchise that has been kind of dead for a while. The last sort of game that came out for the Silent franchise is actually Jared. I think you played it. Um, I played it way back. Yeah. Do you remember PT? Oh. Do you remember that game? Oh, I did play PT. Yeah. Did you beat it? No. Okay. So when? So I'll I'll just say it. So when when you? Oh, when I know what happens. Complete, I know what happens. Yeah. When you do complete PT, like it sort of the camera zooms out, and it goes from like I think goes from a first person perspective to third person perspective, and you see a character played by Norman Reedus sort of walk away from from like the house that he was in into like a cityscape and a little title card comes up that says silent hills and that was supposed to be a cool little marketing thing where pt stands for playable trailer where and you actually you play through the little short games to reveal like oh there's a new silent hills game coming out that game never materialized because um was being produced by hideo kojima hideo kojima soon after had a big falling out with konami he left and that project got canceled now however all of a sudden a bunch of silent hill projects got announced um all in a row unexpectedly yeah like they had this like konami just had this big showcasing stream 
where they announced a bunch of projects. Um, the first one is a is a remake of uh, Silent Hill 2, which Silent 2 is like the Resident Evil 4. It's like the most beloved game of the franchise. A lot of people are kind of dunking on it because of like the way it looks. I think as a sort of a non-silent, as a person who's like not really into those games, I think it looks good. But I do Look think there's there's something kind of missing about it. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with like the lighting. Like mm. you, you see you see a little too much detail almost. Let me see. Oh, if I can on those find fingers. That oh my image. Yeah. I mean the game looks good. Um and it's obviously like a just a teaser trailer. We're not sure if it will look exactly like this. Hang on a minute. I'm trying to see if I can pull this. I can't really pull up images for you guys because I don't think that would uh, be good for the stream. But I am seeing the video as well. It's my goodness. Like I've seen video of the original Silent Hills. Holy crap. Yeah. The, the detail, the mapping, the probably like just the visual shots that you see. Oh, one shot that almost, that almost looks like it's not from that or that's not cinematic enough. There's also like um, just throughout the trailer, there's like a lot of cool stuff. The monsters look cool. Um, Pyramid Head looks cool at the end of the trailer that shows up. Um, yeah, but I think actually, yeah, I can pull up the uh, the image that I'm talking about when it comes to like the lighting. Go for it. I just I people will don't like it about it as my as my computer tries it. Oh, there we go. So, and like one of the big thing, like one of the images like that has been like scrutinized big time for a lot of this stuff is um, the 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 scene where the main character is like looking into the. Give it a second. Um, it's pulling up. Yeah. I'm not getting the image for some reason. Oh, there it is. Yeah, so yeah, it's original remake. Oh, side by wow. Side. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. No, I, I don't think it like it's too bad, but I think it's, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe it's just the original or it's just like the lighting. I don't know, because I've also been thinking about one of the like like comparison shots for like one of the upcoming Halloween films that was like a remake a remake of a shot from like the original film mm-hmm. and how like you could in the original film you can barely see Michael Myers whereas in the new one you can kind of clearly make him out and that kind of takes like sort of the terror out of it because you can just kind of see it it's just coming um, very similar all right coming yeah. very suddenly yeah definitely um, that imagery oh my goodness yeah there's some yeah, there's some crazy stuff in the Silent Two remake. I mean, it it looks good. It does. But look I just good. I find it funny how the reaction to like Silent Hill fans are finally getting new games, and it's just like it's this weird like weird negative reaction. But not like it's like we wanted it, but we're like we wanted really like this. But um, something that I do want to see is actually an actual not a remake, but a, a a sequel to the actual series, and it's called Silent Hill F. Um, which is just a teaser for like a uh, which it's is just a teaser some, uh... for, it's a teaser for a new game and it's just um, it's just a young girl walking through a town uh, getting getting trapped by some like weird blood flower tendril things and by the end she turns into like a weird flower girl and then sorry taking like... inspiration in its name from Dragon Ball from Dragon Ball Super resurrection f of course god yeah 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 sure whatever <laughs> sorry and uh it's first thing that came to my mind yeah and it's being developed by uh neobarts entertainment story by 
Ryukishi 07, uh, character designed by Kara and produced by former Nintendo developer Motoi Okamoto. Now, I don't know any of these names, unfortunately. I just don't know any of these names. But I guess that's a good thing because it's like, hey, it's like people that don't get a lot of spotlight are getting a chance to like make a, a game of like a, pro- a new game of a property that people sort of know, um, which I think is interesting. Let me see. And then there's also Silent Hill Ascension, which is being Multiple described as a as a uh, real life, uh, real not not real life, Jesus, like a live real time interactive series. People think it's like a sort of an until dawn game situation, which is more of a choose um, your own adventure. But also you do need to do some uh, action things that could affect the ending of the game. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's a it's a choose your own adventure game, like a telltale game or until dawn. Yeah. And but this is a series. Detail, so it's like it, it might be an episodic nep- release like telltale the, game. OK. Yeah, hmm. which kind of makes sense. So, but uh, uh, the interesting detail here is that if you if you fail, apparently there's no reset button. Like you might just have to start from the very beginning of the game. I don't know, which is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, definitely kind of like that. Right yeah, maybe yeah. even end game, even end game early if you lose enough characters. Yeah, most likely. There's another game, uh, and there's another game I think called Sil- and then there's Townfall. Uh, developed by Observation Stories Untold Creators, no code. It's very, very, very brief teaser, like no gameplay whatsoever. But uh, the Chris Studios creative director says that you can expect deep psychological horror from it. And I think finally is four games uh, is right now. Yeah, four games and and a film. A um, film. A film called Return to Silent Hill. Uh, dir- actually directed by the writer and director of the first very first silent hill movie all the way back in 2006 oh my goodness um so i don't know if it's going to be a sequel to that movie or what but kind of crazy that uh they're throwing a lot of projects on the wall i'm surprised that they're just doing all of this at once so it might be like a bunch of they might instead of doing like one big project they seem to be doing a lot of little projects like working with like indie studios and whatnot which i think might be kind of smart definitely if they want to be able to develop they might uh, bring an inspiration that uh Maybe the originals don't fi- aren't able to uh, get out into in a new series. What the heck was that outside? I don't know. Yeah. You heard that, right? It's one of the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't but attack yeah. me, please. But yeah, uh, yeah, Jared, do you have any uh, like weird psychosexual uh, trauma that you need to get out? Because if that's because that's the case, the Silent Hill monsters are for you. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> you think? Not that I know. <laughs> We'll find out when these games come out, I guess. Yeah. um, Or in series. Yeah, speaking of games uh, that are coming out, yeah, Bayonetta 3 is set to come out really soon, and unfortunately, some details are coming out um, that are not so pleasant. So basically, when Bayonetta 3 got announced, everyone was very excited, but something that people noticed was that the actual, the voice of Bayonetta sounded different, and that was because... We had a new voice actor. It was a new voice actor. It was a new voice actor. The original voice actress for Bayonetta, uh, Helena Taylor, uh, was not returning to voice the titular character for the third game and was replaced by voice actress Jennifer Hale. Now, Jennifer Hale is a very talented voice actress, but the reason why... She's, the reason why, the she's, reason not, why that, she's not staying with the movies because she's not getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Helena Taylor... Uh, they're fucking her over. 
yeah, Helena Taylor was meant to return for to Bayonetta 3. I believe she even uh, went through auditions again for the role, because sometimes video game studios just do that if, you know, if they just want to re just want to run auditions again or or if there's a new voice director or whatever um and you know helen taylor went through the auditions and got and received an offer of getting paid four thousand dollars for the whole voice acting gig which is ridiculous four thousand dollars now we don't know how much she was paid for the first two games but four thousand dollars yeah for for a game that is of a popular franchise that's being published by Nintendo, I believe. Yes, by Nintendo. Yeah, and for like that's not enough. Like Helena Taylor even straight up said like that's not that's not even enough to cover like two months worth of my rent. Which nope. I mean, she probably lives in L.A. I imagine a lot of actresses do. And she said absolutely not. I'm not doing that. And she only recently revealed this, um, probably breaking NDA about yep. actually talking about this. Oh, that was confirmed. She did uh, break a non-disclosure agreement, which uh, honestly good for her on that because that is a bullshit pay. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know who wouldn't support her really. Like, what what could they do? Yeah. Exactly, and like she's calling people to boycott the game, which has kind of drummed up a very interesting discussion of. Um, not only like consumers' choices to like to choose whether or not to play the game, but also also like voice act like voice actors being you know treated poorly. And yeah, with that with pay in general. Yeah, and and Jennifer Hale herself, she hasn't really outright said anything that she agrees with Elena Taylor's stance on it. But you know, she she herself has said like, look, I'm under an NDA too, so I can't really speak on it. But people have noticed that she has been liking tweets that are, you know, saying That's, that the whole yeah. voice acting. The whole this whole thing could have been so easily avoided if they just paid her what she wanted. Yeah, which in the first place is which anyone would agree with, but of course that's just a, a big issue. Of course, in the voice acting community in general. Yeah, and especially seems to be like with uh, like Japanese like Japanese video game developers and publishers, like they just do not pay like English voice acting people well at all. Like they don't want to. Like apparently, and like even some. Um, from the Silent Hill games, like the old ones, like a lot of those act- actors and actresses have come out and said, like, said, like, yeah, I got paid like nothing for these games, and I don't get residuals, and I don't get like royalties or anything like that, which sucks. This is why the uh, a lot of those voice actors do critical role. <laughs> yeah, that's this, true. This is why critical role exists. This is that's all of their own things, thankfully. Yeah, I guess so. No, that money goes to anything else. It goes to anyone else. It's just their own. Absolutely, yeah. So, Good for and, them making um, Vox Machina. I heard they got a season two also recently. And now, yeah. so I don't know if we talked about that. And this has resulted by uh, this resulted in Platinum Games and the, the studio's like director Hideki Kamiya going from one of the most you know well liked development development and directors um, in video games who like the least respected. Oof. And like Hideki Kamiya apparently went on a huge blocking spree. To the point where his chant is a Twitter account actually got like deactivated for a bit because they it thought it was a spam bot. Wait, <laughs> it was blocking oh. so many people. Hang on a minute. Whoop. Um, scroll down some more updates. She was actually offered fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, in total. Yeah, which still is like not enough. Helena Taylor, I you know asked for you know a six figure pay, which I think like you could have paid her a hundred grand. Yeah. At, at, uh, you could have just paid her a hundred grand, maybe a little more, and then just be done with it. Yeah, especially. But for it makes me wonder, like honestly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was for a big franchise like this, like you were saying before. You were saying absolutely. And I was just gonna kind of say, 
I just wish they were transparent and Platinum Games just came out and said, either just said, like, if they were just honest and just said, like, look, we didn't think she was worth that much, that's still a dick move, but that's at least honest. They should give her more of a percentage of the game and of the game uh, selling yeah, or or sales royalties. in the U.S. Yeah, some royalties, maybe. Yeah, or royalties. Or, or this her other voice theory being used. That, yeah, or this other theory that, um, and this might be giving them too much benefit of the doubt given like the you know the history that i just discussed uh you know maybe platinum games just doesn't have a hundred grand or six figures worth to give her because you know look at their most recent project look at babylon's fall that game has failed miserably Mm. and like this bail was kind of looking like to be like the next game that might be able to like save the studio and now with all this drama coming up a lot of boycott yeah, a lot of people are kind of backing out. And what I will say about it is, you know, you can choose not to play the game because of this information. Mm-hmm. But if you still want to play the game, that's fine. As long as you acknowledge that the situation is crap. Like, don't defend it's not a good like, situation. the poor. Don't defend, like, the poor decision-making on the game studio's part. But it's like, if you acknowledge, like, yeah, this sucks, but your brain goes down the, the flow chart path and just says... Yeah, but I still want to p- play the game though. That's okay. If you, yeah, that's up to you. Buy it that's at like okay. a reduced price to get screw over the the studio. Or you can pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be very hard. That'd be very hard to do. With stri- sailing with the seven seas is always an option, matey. Yar. Oh boy. Of course, that is also that is always an option. Yeah. Speaking of uh, setting sail, um, we have someone setting sail from uh, office in the in that's the United right. Kingdom. Yeah, so um, we're going to briefly dip into UK politics just because I think this is funny. Oh, I know. Um, I'm up for this. This is hilarious. Yeah, so after just 44 days as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, um, Liz Truss has announced that she announced on Thursday, which was yesterday, that she is resigning as her role as Prime uh, Minister. Uh, She served just six weeks in office. I'm just (laughs) looking at the NPR article here because they've got the good sort of breakdown of this. She's one of the shortest serving Serving. uh, premiers in British political history. And I'm I'm not going to really... I I don't know the full details of what happened. Basically... Um, she came to the office, promised to uh, cut taxes, and um, then and, and quoting, kickstart the country's economical growth through a form of trickle-down economics that never works. It doesn't nope, work. never works. Which then proceeded to uh, mortgage costs just soared, import costs just rose, and basically just like the whole economy just collapsed in on itself without even doing anything. She just announced that they were going to do all these things, which was stupid. Yep. And it's not like everyone's like, like the value what of the, the pound reason? has what is gone the act down. Of this? Like, what kind of what? Why even take the job? Why even go for the job? What happened that in this in these four four days? What what did Boris Johnson do that fucked up so much that she was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." <laughs> I well, well, you can look. look in, uh, I got one word for you, Jared. It's Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. You can all like pin the the woes of the United Kingdom down to there. Um, because of that stupid decision. But regardless, forty-four days is a pretty short reign. Oh yes, it and is. Jared, I wanted to, I wanted to play a little game, to see if how many title, how many wrestling title reigns we can name that lasted even less, lasted a shorter time than Liz Truss's reign as prime minister. I can tell and, you um, a few. We can, uh, we can. I guess we'll go back and forth, and I'll start with Dolph Ziggler's NXT Championship reign. <laughs> 
that's one. That's a good one. And we're, no, no, twenty four seven titles. No, we're not counting that. Yeah, and we're trying not to do um, reigns that were like one day or less. Okay, so that does not include um, Zack Ryder's one day intercontinental title reign. Is that technically two days? It was a day. No. He lost it on Raw. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Young Bucks' second reign as AEW Tag Team Champions was only two weeks long. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Second reign. Tag Team Champions as WWE, uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Oh, my God. Yes. That was like a few days yeah. just to Hold put on, some drama look. into like the feud. Look yeah, up those definitely. Raw Tag Team titles. You'll find a bunch. Yeah. yeah raw Tag Team titles. I believe Brody Lee's reign as a TNT champion. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Unfortunate, uh, but unfortunate, but also still good. Produced great matches. Definitely, there's definitely some TNT Championship title reigns that were short. I feel like uh, one of the reigns w- between Sammy and uh, and Scorpio oh, yeah. is like that. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Scorpio. Yeah. Let's see. There was uh, also oh, what we got. Oh, oh yeah, here we go. Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins, 27 days. Yep. 27 days. Oh my gosh. Yep. That is short. I think of what else? Uh, you got a big list there with the Raw tag team titles. I know. Yeah. Let me see if I can recognize any of these. Um. Oh, the Miz. W. The Miz's second WWE Championship reign. Eight oh, days. Oh Lord. Eight days. Yeah. I see like Batista and Rey Mysterio for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Starting on this on in December of two thousand and five. I think Angle and Benoit was also like only sixteen days when they won. Yeah, they, they were like the first. Chance. Yeah, they were the first. Yeah. Let's see. There was um. Oh, the the Wyatt family SmackDown tag team champions. Oh, good God, yeah. Which that was, was like, like less Ray, than a Randy. And Brody Lee. Luke Harper. Luke Harper, yeah. whatever. Brody Lee, yeah. Very short reign. I was going to... Uh, no, that, that wasn't actually... Sh- that was three months. Never mind. I was going to say Roman Reigns' uh, third reign as WWE champ. Actually, when did he win? He won after after TLC until the Royal yeah. Rumble happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then Triple H. Yep. And then Triple H beat him for Jesus. Ugh. <sighs> CM Punk's last AEW title ring because oh didn't get both the title. of them yeah. yes <laughs> technically Loser. both of them because because Moxley beat him at first that first ra- that that interim title reign counts yeah up until CM Punk held it mm, yeah uh, Mankind's first WWE Championship ring oh my goodness that aired on I think was it the Super Bowl no 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 it was not Super Bowl it was. It aired on tape delay, and WCW mocked it. Yes. Which ended up driving everyone to see, wait, Mick Foley's going to win the title? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they spoiled it because it was taped. Yeah, right. Good job, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and then I'll put butts in seats. One that was, and then Mankind won it again and held it for 20 days after a special match dur- that aired during the halftime of the Super Bowl that year. Right. Yeah, so the UK just can't get it. They just can't get with it. <laughs> no, this is, I think, like... Um, like elections or general elections for a new prime minister, I think are being held like pretty much starting next week. I think so, mm-hmm. pretty fast. If that's the case, I think that would make it the whoever steps in now is going to be the sixth prime minister in the last five years. Jeez, it's a joke. That is, we'll never have what another Th- Margaret Thatcher. Uh, yeah. Well, moving on to some more positive things again. John Carpenter. Famous director would love to make a f- movie on Dead Space. Yeah, Dead Space, the Isaac Clarke man. 
Yes. With his weird gun that isn't a gun, but like a construction tool. Like, it, yeah, I, I, I think I've seen gameplay of the first game. It's a very awesome game to play. And he's this guy's 76 years old. Yeah, John Carpenter. Yeah. So just so, to name some big films that he's made before um, Escape from L.A., The, the Thing yep. from the 80s, Halloween. Yep, the big That's hard. John Carpenter. Escape yes. from New York, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. And uh, and many, many more. Oh, and of course, they live. Yes. They do live mm-hmm. indeed. Why not give John Carpenter this uh, this role, uh, the, the role, this role of director? Yeah. I mean, who knows? We might, and like Silent Hill's coming back, we might get like another Dead Space game. Who knows? Yeah. I forget how well, though, did that, um, what was it? Resident Evil Ra- Raccoon City do? You mean, oh, you mean like the movie recently? The movie, yeah. That was a recent movie. Oh, oh God, I don't know. I pulled, just pulled it up. The uh, reviewers gave it a 30, but the audience gave it a 65. So, oh, okay. So, who knows? Who knows? Who so, knows? Yeah. Who knows? We, we have yet to see. Uh, well, I mean, who knows how this one will turn out or if this ever comes out. I would love to see. I think he would make a good of this kind of franchise. Why not yeah. let a horror director d- direct a horror game? Absolutely, yeah. Dead Space. That would be cool. Yeah, he says he wants to do it himself. He said it in multiple podcasts, so mm. I say do it. I saw yeah. uh, stuff for Fallout getting filmed recently nearby uh, my girlfriend's place. That's right. More video game movies that are good, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's in, get let's get uh, into some Marvel like who, movies. Who would you get to play oh, Isaac Clark? Oh, sorry. Who would, you play, who would you get to play the main character? Let's think of like a stupid celebrity. Um, Isaac Clark. Chris Evans. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. They're gonna pick that. They need a guy with uh, must. I mean, he was also just Buzz Lightyear, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're gonna pick a big name. No, no, they need someone else. Um, think so, of the. Think it, doesn't he like need to be bearded or no? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Isaac Clark actually looks like under the helmet. It's a good question. Oh wait, does he not have a face? I think he. Well, I. I mean, I'm assuming there's a human under there. Isaac Clark face. There's a there's a okay. face underneath his weird vent face. Yeah, he's just like he just looks like like um, Shepherd. I was yeah, I was gonna say what's his name from um, Breaking Bad. Uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul maybe. <laughs> Let Aaron Paul have a leading role in this. It's fuck. It's fucking aliens, bro. <laughs> exactly. It's it's like aliens, yo. Help. It's not him. Um, hey, not, hey, Mr. White, check out the plasma cutter. If not him, uh, the Miz. <laughs> oh God! No. <laughs> From now on, our bat the backup is just gonna be the Miz. Yes. When in doubt, call yeah, call, the call Miz. Mike. Call Mike the Miz Mizanin. Yes. And um, so hopefully, hopefully this gets made. I mean, hey, John Carpenter wants to do it. He's I, I believe he's a trustable director. I guess he's made so many great films. And uh, going on to a great film franchise, we got some Marvel news before we get to, into our uh, main topic. Mm-hmm. Some news on the Marvel Zombies show. It will be a different continuity from what was seen in What If. That will probably get concluded in uh, What If Season 2. Uh, hopefully, yeah. When that comes out, yes. Mm-hmm. And currently, it's set to only be four episodes long. Hmm, interesting. Now, whenever I hear, like, it's only going to be X-Men episodes, but it's like, what's the length of each episode? Is exactly. it going to be 30 minutes, or is there going to be, like, an... I imagine, like, if it's an animated project, 
it's gonna be like 30 minutes it's an animated project okay so it'll be like probably We've already, 30 40 minutes each yeah they've already released some pre uh they were there's some images that were shown uh back at i believe d23 no no at san diego comic-con so you can look those up you'll see which characters are in it a lot i believe that shang chi was added to this universe because he wasn't in the originals yet or he wasn't even in the mcu yet when the, when the original right. what if came out so mm-hmm. who knows what this could how long this will be a lot of these marvel shows seem to get shortened from when from what they get announced as mm. this is currently only four episodes so who knows what we'll be getting by then it's a show coming a while away mm, yep so another upcoming news um harrison ford 80 80 year 82 i believe year old harrison ford is set <laughs> to come join the marvel cinematic universe and replace william hurt as captain thaddeus thunderbolt ross in captain america new world order man you just it doesn't matter. Like, if you throw enough money at someone, you can get them to do anything. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought, like, even the thought of, like, Harrison Ford would be ever, like, even be entertaining the thought of joining, like, a Marvel project. Because that just doesn't seem like to be, like, his thing, you know? I don't think. I agree he's not, with you. He's not an actor that, like, jumps on, like, a bandwagon. A lot of actors have, like, wanted to be part of the MCU, or at least, like, are a big part of it. Like, you know, Christian Bale recently in Thor Love and Thunder and all that. Oh, true. That, that, that's true. We also big had, um, coming in. what's his name? The Australian actor. Russell Crowe was also played Zeus in that. He's probably going to come yeah. back for the, for the next, for Thor 5. 5. Josh, yeah. Josh Brolin is, is Thanos. Yeah, it's like stuff like that. So Exactly. And he's Cable. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's cable too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But also, here's the thing about uh, t- about casting him is that he's older than William Hurt was, unfortunately, when William Hurt passed away. Mm-hmm. So, God, uh, God willing, let him be, you know, still be alive for that. But it's kind of, I don't know. It's a kind of a funny, weird choice. It's a little bit of a, I know, playing with life and death kind of talk. But I don't know. It, he could die beforehand, basically. I hope he doesn't. Yeah, but Not, it's just like I. Yeah, exactly. We hope watch, he doesn't. Just watch Harrison Ford pull like a like a Norman. Osborne and just like hit like I don't know Captain America with like a spine buster. Yeah, he's not gonna not get in Red, um, not in Red Hulk form, just like normal old man like Th- Ross just just power bombs uh, Sam. Yeah, well, one thing for sure though is that he's not gonna get into this like nine picture deal like um, like Sam Jackson did when he first got into this. He's gonna be in a few movies and that's it. He has to also show up in the Thunderbolts too because you know it's named after him. It's his team, the exactly, Thunderbolts, yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. Obviously, yeah. we had already a team announced for that movie but obviously i guess thunderbolt ross is gonna be there too will we be getting red hulk though i think do you we think could i th- like i think there's enough and like jared you out there's a lot there's so much footage of harrison ford and there's so much reference material yep. that you could easily like scan like a harrison ford-esque face onto a hulk body no problem oh definitely like that would be super easy like i don't think you can get harrison ford into a mocap suit no, that's not a mocap suit. Um, I watched a behind the scenes actually recently for this kind of stuff for the Hulk movies, and it, they had this like makeup on his face to like just have him do all the facial motions, and they would uh-huh. like track that onto uh, the spot or for the different scenes. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Really cool stuff. I'll just, I'll send it to you. Mm. So, um, will we see Red uh, Red Hulk though? We could also, I mean, technically Everett Ross, the character is not actually related to Thunderbolt Ross, but you know, 
maybe he could be the next Red Hulk, Everett Ross, uh, Red Hulk. I don't know. That's that's an, that's a connection I I heard about. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It it's not real, but it could happen. Mm-hmm. And the last bit of Marvel stuff before we get to our big main event is a bunch of big delays that we had. So Blade was supposed to have started filming by now. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah, it was some motherfuckers to... always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a that's a line that you'd have to have seen that movie to have uh, the original Blade to have mm-hmm. to know. So, because the original director left like three days before they were about to start filming, they are delayed to find a new actor. And Marsha Herschel Ali is like, "Yo, what the fuck? I want to do this movie. Please, can we do this movie? I begged like, Kevin Feige to do this movie." He's like, I'll direct it myself. But oh, I he do. don't. <laughs> Hopefully not. I don't think we've had a Marvel director to actually do well, other than John Favreau. John Favreau wasn't a main character though. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he he just played like yeah. happy. He played he played like side characters. So yeah. currently, it's being delayed from November third, twenty twenty three, to June of twenty twenty four. So we'll be mm-hmm. seeing it around my twenty um, eighth birthday. Okay. There we go. Deadpool 3 has, because of this, also has been pushed from September 2024 to November 2024, only two months. Hugh Jackman is going to get some more time to get Huge Jacked Man, as I as I, as my pun. <laughs> He's always Huge Jackman. Uh, Fantastic Four! Uh, Fantastic Four! Jerome, join! Join! It's going from November 2024 to February 2025. This movie is not real. Hooray! This movie isn't real. This the, movie the, is the, not the, real. The, glo- the global nightmare is over. It's not over, Jordan. It's just been delayed. I know. I've actually, I'm actually kind. Of, this one actually kind of bums me out a little bit because I do want to see it out of just morbid curiosity. Yeah. Like, like I, it's like, it's like I kind of want to get it over with, but I, but I'm also actually slightly looking forward to it in that way. I get you. That makes any sense. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. Even to see where it goes from there, though. Uh, Avengers Secret Wars is also being moved from November 2025 to May of 2026. The sixth Avengers movie, I believe that will be. Yeah, I, I, man, they, they phase six, we got. They, they have, they have these big presentations, and then they delay this stuff, and it's just like, why even just go announce it at all? Like, I would rather not know about any of this stuff, and then like trailers start to drop like three months before the movie comes out, and it's just like a big marketing blitz, mm. and it's just like. That would be a little more fun, I think. Yeah, the way that they push the... Oh, God. Like, I can see... Like, I, I can... I'm looking at the empty chart originally when they showed Phase 6 and they just showed a bunch of dates and, like, then they just showed Fantastic Four and the two Avengers. And now I can just picture in my head where they have other things, too. Like, Armor Wars is going to need to fit in there. And uh, Deadpool 3. And just... God, we know what's coming up that, like, it, it. I don't know if it makes me more excited or, like... There's a lot... It's, it's been a long time. It's And She-Hulk was just... It was weird ending. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah, out our thoughts and- last week. Yeah, interesting but weird ending. Yes, check out our thoughts last week for uh, what we have to say about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Mm-hmm. And with that all being said, it's time for us to get to a werewolf by night. Finally at this point here. So, I've seen the special a few times now. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm a fan yeah. of it, I have to say. Coming in. Yeah, I saw it, I saw it today, and yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually liked it a little more than I thought I would. A nice short piece to, uh, to be a nice side project to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, definitely. Starring uh, Gail Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell, mm-hmm. Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone, and Harriet Sonsom Harris as Verusa Bloodstone. <laughs> Oh yeah, the also oh, okay. So that's the old lady. Yeah, Verusa. She cool. was the wife, okay. the uh, the the late the or the most recent wife of um, 
what's his name? Bloodstone. The widow of useless Bloodstone. U- Ulysses. Ulysses. Ulysses Bloodstone. I, I called him useless. <laughs> U- useless Bloodstone. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, hey. yeah, this Werewolf by Night. It's a Halloweeny special, and uh, it's it's uh, all spooky and th- and stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of made it's basically horror thing yeah it's, a it's not really campy take on some of the unold horror movies it has an intro it has a an intro that's basically how it introduces like marvel studios presents wolf by night also the special marvel presentation has its own logo thing too which was really yeah. cool at the beginning yeah like really like big neon lights and stuff like that i kind of yeah. wish that was in the same style as like the marvel like logo crawl which was like well like they warped the music yes they warped the music for that though that was cool yeah, that was really good. I I liked here. Here's like my main problem with it. I liked like you had that. You had like the opening credits, which is like very old school film. Even like like the copyright year was in Roman numerals, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was like a nice little touch. But then you go in the movie, and it's like the way it's lit and the way it's filmed. It just still feels like a Marvel movie that's just desaturated. Mm. And it does. It doesn't feel like it was filmed like an old movie an old black and white movie is you know i kind of i kind of feel like that's sort of missing i feel like it's like if you just kind of film this like a normal movie with color i i you know they're probably gonna release some sort of cut of it like that they might they might but it's just like that's my only gripe about this is like man i like if they're gonna do like an old horror film homage i want i wanted them to like film it like that like i wanted to i think they just they just stuck it with a bunch of homages too like getting trapped uh the way that we see the the transformation sequence of jack of the of our man werewolf by night um we had a nice i'd say i'd say it was I, we could have gotten some more of the werewolf itself by night. I yeah, would have liked a little bit more than that. Yeah, I thought the buildup was good for it. But um, actually, you know what? I I think my favorite part about it was like the scene where it's like he just he's ripped open the cage and they're looking for him. <laughs> and the way the camera pans, pans like this one guard and it, it zooms out, zooms out, zooms out. starts slowly panning up as it's zooming out. And then like out of the top left corner, you see the werewolf you see you see you actually see the werewolf like his eyes light up in like the corner and it's like oh there he is and then he jumps down which is like he doesn't come out of nowhere flying off the screen you actually see him before he leaps which is actually i just kind of like that i don't know i like it when you see the monster in the background yeah before he attacks rather than just like a sudden jump scare attack i'm also i kind of wish i could have seen a little bit more of who these other characters said uh hunters were i am trying to look up some of them and like the only one that i'm seeing that is an actual character is azrael who was an actual one who i believe was the uh female yeah, like was Azrael the from the Azrael, like the David Bowie-looking person. Yes, the David Bowie-looking person. Yes. Yeah, that uh, she was cool though. But it's just like, yeah, it's just like they're just in the film kind of to get killed, and not even by, not even by where, by um, by uh, what's the female lead's name? Elizabeth, Sandra. Oh my God. I had um. Oh, Laura Donnelly. Oh, uh, Elsa. Yeah. Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa, thank you, Jesus. Elsa, yeah. Elsa and Anna. <laughs> I'm sad to, to know that they aren't based on that. Some of them aren't based on other uh, other Marvel characters because Azrael is the only one that had someone that came up when I looked at, when I looked up all those characters. Yeah, yeah. Azrael is like supposed to be like Nightcrawler's father. Yeah. So um, it must be a different character's name, but yeah, they were barely in it. The one character that I think was the highlight was Ted. Yes, Ted, a- the best a- character. A.K.A. A- 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 man thing. Oh. Man thing, like, uh, 
it was I'm so torn. fun. Yeah, it was a cool. Yeah, it was a cool addition. I'm torn, and like the whole plot of it basically is Jack goes in uh, to this big uh, hunt ritual. So He's, like, I think whoever's like whoever's like can slay the monster and be the greatest hunter will inherit the bloodstone. I think he uh, also cool th- cool touches the bloodstone is the only thing that was color in the whole show. Yeah, that's that right. Point. The red glow is the only thing that that has any color. Um, yeah. um also trying... I believe that he pretended to be someone else. Yeah, like I'm a family sure. member or something. No, uh, he pretended to be some other hunter, I believe, to get into that meeting. That's true. Because he, he was supplied with getting all those kills, whoever it was, because uh, he, he couldn't have been a hunter himself. He couldn't have been there in the past. He would have been discovered by now as being a monster himself. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he just, he must have just sent, like, his kill count. Something like that. And they go off and, like, lied about like it. The old, yeah, the old woman goes through the kill count, and I think, like, Elsa asks him, asks Jack sort of a question about it, and he says, well, I'm not that kind of hunter, which sort of implies that those kill the kill the high kill count of like over a hundred people is real, mm-hmm. but not willingly. Oh, let's just say like that because he doesn't have full control. That suggests though that they that they would have applied to get this. By the way, the whole reason that they've been all gathered here is because Ulysses Bloodstone is dead. Um, and this is all one big game. He has been turned into an awesome puppet to uh, make present the game to present it. Mm-hmm. Like a fortune telling, like uh, animatronic. Yeah, the uh, the little butler with his with his like little face is going. Yeah, with like the as crank he's, <laughs> as he's cranking it. Yeah, it's so strong for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back though to uh, so basically Jack was in there to try and help Ted, his friend, escape. Ted the man thing escaped. He and Elsa end up working together for this. He has to go explode the wall. Uh, the bloodstone has been attached to the man thi- to man thing to make him go more angry and rageful in not understanding. Even though it doesn't seem to really work. No, it just it it says that the bloodstone weakens monsters by yeah. attaching them, but also like upsets them as well. So mm-hmm. I. It's weird how if it weakens them, though, that, like, it would still keep them transformed. Yeah, it keeps them transformed, and, like, actually, it kind of defeats the point of, like, oh, this is, like, the, this is, like, the ultimate hunt, but it's, like, if you're weakening your prey, then it's, then wouldn't that kind of take some of the glory out of it, in theory? kind of. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this Bloodstone, like, family thing isn't as hyped up. Like is supposed to be, perhaps, which not. I think might be. I don't know if that's. Who knows? We don't even. Not. We don't even know if we'll ever end up seeing a bunch of these characters ever again. No, we might. We might not see Werewolf. We I might, mean, if they do, the only chance they it do would be Moon Knight. The only chances of getting that, I think, would be coming from yeah, either Moon Knight or um, some sort of Midnight Suns collaboration show. Yeah, probably. Which I can see them doing like almost like uh, that for as a substitute to doing another Defenders. Yeah, Midnight Suns. Like that'll be like the next like Halloween special. Exactly. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, and then they could pull in Daredevil. They can pull in Moon Knight and Werewolf all together. That'd be fun. Yep. That'd be fun. Definitely. Uh, good. Good to see the man thing. Um, kind of. The- I kind of wish it wasn't CG. I kind of wish it was big dumb like to go with like the old style movie uh tropes i kind of wish it was a, like a big like and like sort of big puppet suit animatronic thing yeah kind of wish like or at least part of it would be but like i bet part of it was i bet part of it was i mean yeah i I, because i was looking at the model like at the end where it's in full and i'm like is some of it like is some of it like an actual like 
practical effect i don't know who knows but it was cool seeing man thing also burn and destroy people that was... yeah I, I have no idea about man thing and its powers like does it just like drain it, the life out yeah of the drill life and souls at people that fear it i think cool that's also why i uh Jack told Elsa to approach it to approach him like a friend because otherwise he would be rageful and angry. This was like Ted, you have a oh. lovely name. Just hello, Ted. We're gonna be friends now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Ted and Jack and our friend uh, Jack are friends. I guess uh, Ted does not know how to transform. I don't know how uh, or if we'll ever see Man Thing again in the Marvel Cinematic Universe either. I hope we do. We need like oh, um. So cool. We need Man like Thing versus the Hulk. Re- yeah, we need a return to like the Shan Chi like uh, underground fighting ring. Oh. We, we need that to be like an hour and a half movies like have it be like uh like a ufc style like pay-per-view whatever the new like um whatever the new what's the, what are they called uh 10 rings organization is exactly she also yeah. owned that she owned the fighting ring and she owned the um the 10 rings facilities right, now yeah at the end of those yeah, movies so yeah so we need uh we need like uh basically a ufc pay-per-view <laughs> and even like formatted like one we need commentators put that oh, put joe rogan in there oh god no fuck rogan <laughs> as a commentator i hate him i hate uh, him sorry i just hate joe rogan i know me too great performances all, uh, all around though i definitely recommend checking this out if you like campy stuff and uh you like marvel yeah it's fun yeah bit of fun uh bit of fun uh opening animation by the way also about this uh, with where they uh with like hand-drawn stuff of the avengers and all the different monsters that uh ulysses bloodstone fought yeah, I like cool. seeing that. And the little different um, busts and, and uh, taxidermy style stuff of the monsters as well. Like how yeah, Jack Russell said he fought one guy before who could be Dracula. I could that, that could be like just a dead Dracula there. Yeah, probably. It's like, I fought him a few times. Yeah, I wonder if he was like in the cage like before Jack transformed. He was looking around like the room and seeing all the heads. Mm-hmm. Was that him realizing like... I actually recognize these guys like actually killed Maybe. all of them or no that no he didn't kill he didn't kill them that he pro- oh no that was just the realization of him like okay i might actually eat this person that i like yeah or i might be or i might not be um well hey the siren's going off i hear uh damn, that was very distracting <laughs> Or he was going to be, like, uh, wanting to attack them for hurting his friends or wanting to hurt yeah. him as well. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think all I've got to say. What would you say? What would you rate this best pre- special Marvel special presentation ever? I, w- I would call it the best Marvel special presentation ever because it's it- the only one I've seen. <laughs> exactly. Well, we got to wait another uh, two months now until, or I guess less than two months until we see the Guardians of the Galaxy Halloween special. Hol- holiday special. Yeah, that's right. Halloween Christmas. was this month. Christmas special. Whatever. But, um, um, yeah, that's all we have to say about Werewolf by Night. Check it out. We enjoyed it. Yep. Let's move on now into some What Are We Gaming? Jordan, tell me tell me your gaming experiences. All right. So I finished replaying through Kingdom Hearts 2 again. I finished the main story, and I got to, like, the final boss fight, which is Xemnas. And it's basically, like, a crazy big uh, multi-stage boss fight where you go through, like, a whole, like, facility which is basically like a giant space laser you fight Xemnas as like this big knight thing then a big dragon thing and then you fight the big knight thing again and then you end it with his final form where it's just you and Riku who's like a party member that you've been looking for game yeah I know and you fight uh, yeah and you fight final form Xemnas which um nothingness is eternal the drip is also eternal look at oh my goodness is that That Sefi no that's that's Riku right no, that's Xemnas. Oh. That's the final boss. 
That's all right. Because it's like they both got the silver hair. Yeah. 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 But wow. Like, that is like that that's is that's sexy. That's yeah. some sex, sexy, sexy. Drip uh, Can't wait to see Seth Rollins coming with that. Or uh, Kenny Omega probably would do it first. Oh yeah, big Kenny video game person, man, fan. Kenny's a big <laughs> Final Fantasy guy. Yeah, that, Angel. that final boss fight's pretty wild. He can pull, he pulls out clones himself, which you cannot really tell which is which until you hit one of them, and you get the wrong one, you're gonna get blasted by the other one. A lot of cool cinematic bits, including him summoning like laser bolts from the sky that you have to dodge by just mashing X and triangle back and forth at the same time, which means I have to hold my controller like sideways. Oh, like, I'm holding it with one hand like this, like like that. <laughs> and that's like the only because it's like I can't do like the thumb thing, you know, like like I can't like joint my thumb fast enough. So oh, to just make it be able to hit multi hit like that. Yeah, definitely not. So I beat the final boss, did the main story, and then I'm and then it's like okay, let's go to the secret bosses now, and you can fight various um, past organization thirteen members that have been defeated before, but they're now they're like ghosts basically. And they're all like unique boss fights. Um, the only one I've beaten so far is uh, Marluxia, which is the pink-haired scythe guy, who's got a really cool gimmick where he puts a hit counter on you at the beginning, which is depending on your level. And if that counter goes down to zero and it goes down, I mean, hits you attack. And you can restore your counter. You can restore that counter back up, but you have to block a certain attack at a certain time. So it's it's challenging, but it's fun. What's really challenging is the one that has blown my ass out is the super secret boss, which is the lingering will. Whoa. Is this, which is this motherfucker right here. That looks um, like, like a yellow jacket with a cape and a big sword. Yeah. That is that is a Keyblade Master right there, huh. and it's it it's not even like an actual person. It it you're literally just fighting the armor. Okay. It is a ghost with it's it a that ghost. is possessed. It, it's like the it's a, it's like the spirit of the person who once wore this armor that has like such a strong live. will that is just still like possessing the armor with like the faintest of, of memory. Of course, so and dramatic. It, and it, yeah, of course, it's Super Kingdom Heartsy, and it kicks your ass, dude. <laughs> and it's the fastest thing ever. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like, I've tried to fight it only twice, but I'm looking at this and I'm going like, I don't see an opening here. Mm. Like, there's no like window where he really pauses. He, he's a, he's, he's a Bloodborne boss. <laughs> he he does look kind of like one. Yeah, it's, it's insane. But yeah, um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. But that's just what I've been gaming, just Kingdom Hearts super hard bosses nice i have not unfortunately been playing many video games myself yeah so. oh actually one more thing i did uh, the only other secret boss that i did actually beat is sephiroth of course yeah he's, uh, he's a, yeah he's a fun boss fight in two actually a lot uh, easier than he is in king hearts one and i think that's just simply because his attack patterns are readable because mm-hmm. in the first game you you're in like the olympus coliseum the hercules world in this really in this like small like squared off area um yeah but uh in kingdom Hearts 2 like you have a little more room to play with in like this sort of like what like on what top of this, this like cliff side anyway what does what uh world would the, was that located in or near uh, would you say or what would you say it represented uh kingdom hearts 2 yeah 
and that the current game. Uh, yeah. It's it's in its own original world. That, oh, okay, just original Kingdom world. world. It's not a specific Disney world. Like oh, okay. Kingdom Hearts One thinking. was just like a secret uh, Coliseum boss, mm-hmm. but now he's just sort of a character hanging out around the world. And if you beat him, you get a you get a cool little animation where Cloud encounters several. They do have a pretty brief but cool fight. Cool. But yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts two. All that's right, it. all right. Um, well, then I guess we move on from there to what are you watching, reading, listening to? And uh, the reason I didn't go immediately to get some medical attention after that I got hurt is because I had a screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show that night. Yep. Which if you've ever been to one of those, those you know those things get really crazy. People throwing mm. shit. Everybody throwing rice, throwing uh, forks and shit, throwing cards, po- okay. party poppers. You've never seen. I forget. Have you seen the movie? Rocky Horror Picture I've, Show? I have seen the movie, yes. Okay, but you've never been to your to, an, to a screening of it? No, I have not. I will have to, I need to bring you someday to one oh of those. Boy. I need to bring you. Your virgin. Your fucking virgin. I guess I am. A Rocky Horror virgin. Yeah, make me a man, Jared. Oh, <laughs> Oh, by the end of the night, you'll be made a man. You'll be made a man after seeing that. Or maybe you'll be made into something, I guess. I don't know. The show is very gay. I'll leave different. Yeah, but that's fine. You'll leave different. Yeah. Also, I watched a little bit more Sandman. Yes. Where uh, it seems that Dream has gotten all of his tools back by where where I'm at in the show. But he now is dealing with a vortex, which seems to be a girl that seems to be driving stuff like people to be doing weird dreams around her. Hmm, interesting. Dreaming weirdly. She herself is looking for her younger brother mm. that is lost. We don't know what else is going on. Um, it seemed to be like that she she has now found her... Uh, the way they said that she was her grandmother, a long-lost grandmother, but it, mm. they, it, the script said great-grandmother, which did not make sense because of the way that they explained it. Mm. Time. Yeah, this lady was, like, asleep for so long. Time mm. is very strange. It's, very str- it's a very big element in this show. And also, there were some like serial killers that were like trying to summon up the other, the bad guy that like set that sparked off all of this bad stuff to have happened in the first place. Hmm. So, still waiting on that. Some guy called yeah, the Corinthian. So, yeah. So, like, there's no like central villain that really has appeared yet. No, I'd say the Corinthian has been like the overarching villain of this. Okay. And sent like other people to like do terrible things that Dream has had to stop because Dream was mm. trapped for like a hundred years in a box. Okay then. Yeah. Um, other than that, I also watched another episode of Dahmer. Sucks to be a, a gay man in the 1970s and 80s. Yeah, I, I can only um, imagine. For him, for him and himself, I guess. I mean, that's not me trying to feel bad for Dahmer. That's what like, the no, character of the show is. No, it doesn't make what he did right. No, it doesn't. He's He was terrible. Fuck what he did. And, um... God, uh, we were watching uh, like his first like kill last night, and my God, is it brutal? Mm, it's fucking yeah. brutal. But um, that's about all I really watched, and I think that about wraps I think us up here, Jordan. Yeah, pretty much. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's time to close it out. So thank you so so much for joining us here this week. Whether it was watching us live here on Twitch.tv/slash/j-and-j-underscore-securecast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast on podcast podcast on google podcast amazon music audible tune in radio alexa uh we're also on listen notes spotify iHeartRadio, radio pandora player fm samsung podcast pod chaser and podbean uh that's j and j securecast.podbean.com you can download to all of our episodes download and listen to all of our previous episodes don't forget to share our show let us know when you're listening on social media tell a friend or trick a friend into listening to the show by telling them that we're doing some cool bullshit even though we're gonna show off some like like some cuts and bruises and shit yeah be careful it's it hurt it hurt a lot don't get hurt and folks at work remember only you can prevent forest fires
Oops. <laughs> and when it says it requires two people <laughs> to build, get a second person. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's very hard to Definitely. find people to do jobs. To do yeah. like, well, well you know our... what you you know what you gotta do to get them in. You gotta you gotta give them a good you gotta give them a good starting wage. Exactly. I don't do. know what the starting That's... wage is right now. Even but I'm making a good decent wage right now for what I've, for how long I've been there. Yeah, good. But it, so, but yeah, you need to get it, people in door. But yeah. exactly. Find us on our Facebook page, which is our main, main source of information at j at facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. Follow our Twitter and Instagram at j and j pod. Huh? Go. Oh, I took oh. over from you. I took over from you, <laughs> and then fine. I just and then I just stopped on you. I, <laughs> I totally threw, to, I totally I threw you off Jared, on purpose. Jared, I thought you were pointing at our social medias, which you can find at the top left of our screen currently. Oh, but, that's up there. But if you're but if you're just listening to the audio version, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. Yeah, it's over nine thousand. Yes, and you can follow Louis Lawn Note um, on Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Thank you. And if you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or any other audio service, make sure to check us out when we go live on Twitch at, or uh, actually Samsung Podcast. I know we had a big listenership ra- listenership raise there. You can listen to check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securecast. We go live on Thursday nights or Friday nights, usually around 7. 30 and stay on until around 9 join us and interact with the conversation please feel free to email us with suggestions or kind words at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com big thank you to adobe stock music for our intro theme city lights and purple planet music grease monkeys for our outro theme and with that jordan we have locked up this secure cast for the evening yes sir Ooh, yes good episode jordan I th- I've heard rumors that they might that CM Punk's contract might be bought out by AEW. Yeah, that's gonna Good be rins. a lot of money, but yeah, this could be a lot of money. Yes. Who knows? And in the end, was it a good year? Uh, for Punk, ab- uh, for Punk, like for CM Punk fans, absolutely. Like not the end, not not the out, not the way it ended. Yeah. But everything, like the return, the feuds with uh, the matches on the TV matches on Dynamite, the feud with Eddie Kingston, with MJF, leading all the way up to the uh, where him winning the championship for the first time, and then the great uh, regaining of the championship at All Out until it was ruined. Why CM Punk went. In and there they, uh, for business for himself, I guess. I wonder if he just honestly felt like, yeah, this is going to be like when I did the pipe bomb back in WWE. People are going to be on my side. And it's like, well, no, because people actually like AEW as a company. Yeah, people are going to be. And we like the people that you're shitting on and you're saying just embarrassing things about them. You're not shitting on a company. Yeah. Now, granted, you're shitting like, on some he, people. Yeah. Now, granted, like he is like we have not worked with the unboxing Kenny Omega. Punk has. Yeah. But at the same time. If if they were doing like a if they were like really immature like more people would actually be willing to come out and say like yeah the un, like the unbugs weren't really great to work. I don't know I don't know apparently Kenny Omega is just brutally honest to work with and not the greatest at filtering himself yeah brutally based on honest. some uh, meetings I yeah guess. but it's like but it's like man you gotta I guess you gotta have thicker skin though yeah you gotta have thicker skin so you can be able to rock and mosh out as we close things out with our nice rock song and stuff yes. 
course, as always. Sorry for the little things that we had. We had AW is still great, though. Actually, it's about uh, Rampage is about to be on in about a half hour, so I might be checking that out. Yes, be doing that after I download the episode, of course. Yeah. Can't lose it. No, yeah, I'll do it too. Oh yeah, that's um, that's all we got, though, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you so much. You're beautiful and your faces and such. Bye. J Dogs out. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.